you know, let's let's figure this out. Why do you think our millions of listeners are not writing to us? Oh, because um, I... Are we too intimidating? Um, I should probably come clean about something. Uh, I know that... What? Well, when we talk about our figures in terms of our, our audience and our reach, I may have slightly exaggerated some elements of our runaway success. I just ordered a helicopter, so I can't Uh listen to this right now. Okay. What what were we going to do with a helicopter? I don't know. Okay. It didn't matter with all our podcast... (laughs) Millions rolling in. Okay. Um, I just oh. uh, went to helicopters.com. Mm. And, uh, yeah. Folks, this has been a whole joke <laughs> that we did in tandem with our new sponsor, helicopters.com. <laughs> helicopters are expensive. And that's why Helicopters.com is a helicopter subscription service. (laughs) On average, helicopter owners only use their helicopters a maximum of once per month. So what Mm -hmm. Helicopters.com does is it's a service that can connect you, the helicopter owner, with another you, the helicopter renter. What you do is you download the app Helicopter. Um, that's it's a little tricky. It's one of those kind of web 3.0 things. So it's H E L I C O P T R. It's mm. missing that E. The second E mm-hmm. in helicopter is not there. So uh, you get that app, and then you can seek out locally available helicopters in your neighborhood. So I'm going to look at the app right now. Their nearest helicopter on the app is um, well, it's. It's, it's about two states away. But the app is new, and more helicopters are joining every week. So check back often, and yeah, fly around with helicopter.com. Is that a good take on the ad? Do you think we can use that? Yeah. No, so wait. Oh, my God. This whole thing. Mm. You've derailed us. I really do want to know why people aren't writing. Oh, oh, because not that many people listen to us. <laughs> no, that can't be true. <laughs> so what do you mean, Randy? What am, oh, what am oh, I hearing? I mean that, you know, you, are you familiar with some of the, like, the really popular podcasts? Some of them might get thousands of downloads in a day. Yeah. In an hour. That's what you told me. In a right now. Oh, I... Did I? Well... Yes. What I meant to say was... we As I was clicking through helicopter.com, that's what you told me. Right. And Mm -hmm. what I meant to say was, or Mm -hmm. should have more accurately said was, Mm -hmm. yes, Monday, we're getting thousands of downloads over the course of the entire run of our show all added up <laughs> a very small okay. number of thousands of downloads. Well, 
I just heard back from customer service, and I, uh-huh. um, it's too late for me to cancel okay. my helicopter. They've made it um, to all of my customizing <laughs> requests. This is a this. <laughs> it's got the it's got the fuzzy um, dice, you know, mm-hmm. the Snoop dice. Yeah, tell me about the other customizations. That's it. That's it. Just the dice. Uh, yeah. Yeah. Okay. Okay. I can't cancel it. I'm willing and excited mm-hmm. to bribe people with, uh, well, with with um, people know that I used to run sort of a sort of a, a boutique sex shop. We did a lot of uh, bespoke. Um, mm-hmm. uh, wares, and I just have, I'm sitting on all this inventory. I hope you're not literally sitting on them. Well, not directly, but I do have a case. Is this? It's okay. you know, it's just a large cardboard box mm-hmm. that I am sitting on, and I don't know what's oh, in okay. it, but it's something that's yeah. yeah it's um, mm-hmm. I can't really remember exactly what it is, but it's a whole yeah. case of them. Um, and I'm thinking about what if I start sending these out to some of our super fans. I would like to do that. Please. But I don't know who our super fans are. Well, this is their chance to make themselves known. This is known. a chance mm-hmm. for them to slide into our DMs and say, Yeah. Hey, I'm a super hey. fan. Yeah. Yeah. Get, where's my dildo? Yeah, exactly. Mm-hmm. And um, we will send you a, um, a hand, well, not crafted, but selected yeah, a piece of uh, equipment uh, mm-hmm. from from my backstock, and three super fans will be randomly chosen, and uh, you'll get a helicopter ride mm-hmm. to anywhere you please. You don't think you should be a little careful with that? That anywhere you please part of that? No, no, no. Yeah, no, okay. go big or go home. Okay, yeah, well... Mm-hmm. Um, that's, so that's, that's what I was thinking when I bought my helicopter, so... Okay, yeah, so here I'll are the terms of the contest. Mm-hmm. It's a sort of um, a helicopter slash dildo contest. All you have to do yes. is uh, send us a... send us a, Well, not even a direct message. I think you should just um, tweet to yes. your timeline mm-hmm. and uh, include... At Dirty VHS, so to mm-hmm. spread help spread the word. Yes. And of those lucky tweeters, mm-hmm. we'll send any, everyone a dildo. I don't care. That's great. Yeah. I've got lots, but only three will be uh, able to claim the top prize, which is a helicopter ride. Welcome to yet another episode of Beyond the Beaded Curtain. Each week we step into the dirty section in the back of our local VHS rental store and select a film. Usually it's a film uh, that's won an award or it's famous or that we've heard of or uh, is, more importantly, available easily for us <laughs> to find on Pornhub or wherever. 
mm-hmm. because let's be honest, we're not uh, we're not buying these because I don't even know where you get VHS tapes anymore. But we watch it, analyze it, dissect it. Did you say analyze it? I did. Yes. Okay. And discuss it with each other and with you. I'm one of our hosts. I am Randy Chardonnay. I am Monday Blue. And our movie this week is Ecstasy Girls, 1979. Excellent. Excellent. Do you have a synopsis for this week's movie? Mm, sure. Mm, that means no. Fantastic. <laughs> Go for it. Yeah, I mean, it's... So we have Jeremy, a struggling actor... Uh, uh, for the listener at home, there is not a character in this film named Jeremy. Uh, carry on, please. Yes, there is. What? What's uh, his name? His name's Jerry. It's okay. Oh, short for Jeremy. Short for Jeremy, that's right. <laughs> okay. We've got J- John. A struggling, <laughs> <laughs> a struggling actor forced... By his agent to work as an escort in Hollywood uh, in hopes of securing a gig in the future that he never quite seems to approach. Charlie? Yeah, I got the part? I'll later. Right now you got a sub for me to premiere tonight. Charlie, not another fucking premiere. Never mind. Point is, you got to escort a new client of mine. Sharon Devlin, the Broadway star. Charlie, I'm an actor, not a fucking escort. So there's a, uh, you know, a typical glittering Hollywood party. Uh, catches the eye of a, of a very wealthy man um, who offers him the gig of a lifetime. A man is dying. He leaves a will. He names heirs. Heirs. Several heirs. And one-sixth of his fortune to each. That's fantastic. And you'll all be wealthy. Or wealthier. With all this, even I have cash flow problems. And my brother's one of the wealthiest men in the world. And also one of the most miserly. But all that seemed to change. Um, and so he wants Jeremy to... <laughs> To fuck his relatives who stand between him and the, and the entire inheritance. My brother also has morals. Oh, not um, business or social morals. Sexual ones. That's where you come in. Finally. Edgar, poor fellow, doesn't know that his daughters fool around, experimenting with lifestyles. Imagine, if you will, a man who's devoted his entire life to the promulgation of sexual morality, somewhere to the right of Anthony Comstock. Imagine the same man suddenly confronted by his own family. Those who should support his views the most as perverts, moral wastrels, the embodiment of sexual promiscuity. Can you imagine the reaction? A cataclysmic response to all that sexual infidelity? I'll need filmed and taped evidence. It's worth $100,000 to you. Jerry Martin, ex-escort to the stars. All of them? Like my brother. I want it all. Rise. 
Mm-hmm. And that, so that's the idea is to is to make Edgar's will go from being split six ways to being split just one way. Mm. He enlists the assistance of John Leslie and Paul mm-hmm. Thomas, a couple of fellows who have been in a lot of the movies that we've yeah. watched. Yeah, friends before. to the show. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yes, yes, friends of the show. R.I.P. Slash, uh, maybe come be on our show. Um, yeah, that is a sad fact. Um, John Leslie no longer with us, nor is Jamie Gillis. Paul mm. Thomas probably is. I don't know. Um, so, so the three of them are going to kind of, kind of take turns um, alternating. You know, who's filming, who's fucking, uh, and try to work their way yeah. through this list. We start. Uh, we op- we open after the credits uh, mm-hmm. on on Jerry, and he's uh, he's lounging in bed with a couple of pretty ladies, and yes. talking about a party that he's going to go to and that they're not going to go to, and uh, then they all have sex with each other. It yeah. does not take very long to get into that action. Nope. Um, there's a picture of himself on the wall. Yes. That he <laughs> like looks that. at. Um, as he's about to ejaculate, the phone starts ringing and, uh, one of the women picks up the phone and hands it to his penis, (laughs) right? And it's like, oh, it's your agent. And then he comes on the phone. It's a come phone. It's a comfort. This is for, for all of those beyond the beaded curtain super fans. Yes. I just thought this was like a like a time travel Easter egg just for yeah. us. Yeah, mm-hmm. it's amazing. It's like a it's like a forward throwback. Yes, yeah. mm-hmm. and it's great because this the scene is going, and I would say that all the scenes in this movie, I thought it's like cinematography is better than in almost any movie we've seen Word. for this. Uh, it's in their multi camera setups, and it's it's nice looking lighting. And, yeah, mm-hmm, it's well lit. Mm-hmm. Good look. Uh, overall and mm-hmm. there's it's not one of these sort of like like one camera on a tripod um sex scenes where you just <laughs> like you just get so sick of it and you're just like aren't yeah. they done yet mm-hmm. it's moving around it's building something and there's some, mm-hmm. there's even like a cool shot and like the taint is always eclipsed by the right the buttock yeah Usually, mm-hmm. yeah. Uh, mm-hmm. There's even a cool shot in this opening that I took note of where the camera moves from um, filming a mirror to the actual, to so basically the camera's on the mirror mm-hmm. and then pivots mm-hmm. to the actual mm-hmm. bed. I was like, yeah. this is genius. This is great. Uh-huh. Great job, camera people. <laughs> but the best part of all, oh, they shoot once from behind a fern. That's great. Also for uh, us. Yes. And then I'm just what I'm thinking. It's kind of weird that they're having sex so close to that giant 1979 yes. phone there on yeah. his bed. Mm-hmm. And then it rings. It rings. And then he comes on it. Mm-hmm. Fantastic. Slow clap. Mm-hmm. 
as he enters the party, mm-hmm. it looks like they're following him, the ladies mm-hmm. he just had sex with, and said he couldn't take to the party. They mm-hmm. kind of vanish. And then some other ladies are um, kind of throwing themselves at him as well. Oh. Mm-hmm. And that's a sequence I like um, when everyone yeah. loves everyone loves Jerry. And um, one of them, one of them says, um, uh, offers to grab Jerry his special drink. And what's his special mm-hmm. drink? Whiskey. How special. I love that. It's not that. Yeah, it's yeah. very special. I'm going to get Jerry his special drink, <laughs> mm-hmm. a little thing called whiskey. Mm-hmm. You probably have not heard of it. <laughs> it's Jerry's special drink. Yeah. Uh, amazing pool party, though. Wonderful pool party. Yeah. I, I, I wish I could have been there. And then he um, he decides to wander into the house and kind of climbing the stair stairway this this kind of winding majestic winding stairway up to the house mm-hmm. he bumps into a woman on the stairs and they have this catty exchange like you're rude no yes. you're rude and hmm i wonder if that's ever going to come back i guess so that's mm-hmm. one of the four daughters mm-hmm. uh and uh i wrote down that dialogue and it's great part of it <laughs> um so yes. after the after uh-huh. the fellow's been shoved into the pool, mm-hmm. um, oh yeah, mm-hmm. yeah, and they get she gets into a little confront, confrontation with Jerry, and Jerry says, uh, and no, she says, "Hey," and Jerry says, "Hey" is for horses, very clever. And then she says, "No shit, Sherlock," and so are you. And then he says, "Then eat me." I don't know. It was yeah. It was they really working at this being like um. Like kind of like screwball comedy, like mm-hmm. repartee, but it just you just yes. watch that and you're like, what's uh, what's uh, what's going on? Is that um, <laughs> is that a joke? Yeah, yeah I I, I want to say it's intentional because there are some other lines in this film that really do they kill. Mm. 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 Well, so stay tuned to the party. Yeah, stay tuned mm-hmm. for more lines and in no time. Uh, Jerry yeah. is uh, mm-hmm. getting intimate with another Beyond the Beaded Curtain show favorite, friend of the show, uh-huh. Uh-huh. Desiree Cousteau. And I'm just hey, saying, girl. Pe- yeah, I'm just calling people our favorites if we recognize them. But yeah, I like her. <laughs> she's good. Yeah. And it's it's a weird scene because it's not it's not well okay. motivated. But anyway, yeah. yeah, go ahead. I for all our. Uh, vagina having listeners hmm. i i want to pose this question okay if i may get a little uh personal so she she goes into a full elbow stand headstand right like i believe it's called a shirsasana um and he is like uh going down on her and she's upside down and her legs kind of kick over but then back up and then over and then back up and i want to know how the fuck does she not queef like how is that possible hit us up on twitter i really want to know (laughs) yeah um interesting it's possible they just edited that out i don't know oh okay Um, but here's i feel so much better yeah uh i'm glad that's what i'm here for uh it's yeah (laughs) The only part of this scene that I liked mm-hmm. is the fact that um, uh, 
Georgina Spelvin yes. and, and JC, mm-hmm. um, who's the, the party host and the fellow who sends, um, sends Jerry on this whole yeah. mission to have He's sex with everyone. Be that wealthy man that he meets later. Yeah. Mm-hmm. They must all be seduced, therefore cut out of the will. Disinherited. <laughs> what a lovely word, disinherited. Yeah, mm-hmm. and this movie gets a lot more interesting to me once the sort of plot switches on at that point. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So he enlists a co- help from a couple of his friends, and I kind of like the scene of the three of these um, of these guys like unpacking their camera equipment mm-hmm. and just really going and for it. Quote on unquote, this film, the only real thing in the world. Mm. Mm-hmm. Really makes you think. It's, this is this movie is sort of just a love letter to movies, right? <laughs> just a movie about movies. <laughs> so, um, they uh, decide to uh to go after nancy first and and a fun yes fun thing in this movie i think is that and this is probably just for like cheapness reasons two of the sisters are twins which is great because they can be played by the same actress named serena hmm uh and jamie gill is interesting dude i think i don't know he was um he uh he did a lot of movies. Mm-hmm. He um, was uh, fairly openly bisexual. Did mm-hmm. uh, did scenes uh, with men and women, although mostly, you know, mm-hmm. mostly with women. But uh, did yeah. a ton of movies and did. Seemed, I guess he did like um, like like performance art, kind of like live sex shows and stuff. And oh. yeah, po- things were wild in the seventies. Mm-hmm. Is all I'm saying. But anyway, wild seventies guy, Jamie Gillis. He goes. So yeah, he's gonna go. Uh, he goes to Las Vegas to meet yeah. Nancy. How do you feel about this uh, late seventies Vegas stuff? Mm. I loved it. I mean, hello. Yeah. 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 He finds the daughter. Sitting at the what is that game called? The baccarat table. Yeah, that sounds uh, right. Sure enough, he follows her back to her, I guess, her hotel room, and um, you know she, typical poor little rich girl, saying, "Oh yeah, I'm just here until Daddy's allowance runs out," and he uh, he says, "Cheers to the girl with the best amenities," and she says, "The best amenities are still to come." Dot, dot, dot. And uh, he takes a sip of the drink and the, the starts feeling a little woozy. The whole screen gets a little blurry. And he passes out and wakes up, drumroll, in a cage. Nancy, what the fuck is going on here? Jerry, try to keep your voice down. I'll have to stick a penis gag in your mouth. Get me out of here. Oh, I'll let you out when you begged, nice and pretty. To get me out of this cage. Mm-hmm. 
This is Nancy's playroom. I get to play. You get to watch and feel. Oh, this is a sorry state of affairs. Nancy Weeds, let me add it here. Come on. Oh, no, Robert. That would be cheating. Uh, yeah, this is the best part of the movie. Which part? The part where he's uh, falling asleep or when he wakes up in the cage and then they do Both. Stuff. Both parts. Both parts. Because yes. I just, it's wonderful because you've set, you've set, mm-hmm. you've now established Jerry as a kind of like a sleaze. Uh, yeah. He's on the, he's, his whole, his whole operation yeah. is pretty underhanded. It's pretty gross. And yes. then immediately the tables are turned so quickly yeah. and so hard and mm-hmm. it's wonderful. Yes. Mm-hmm. I love that too. And he's and in a cage. I, he's in a cage. And I think this is our first like real proper kind of BDSM scene. Yeah. With with like leather spiky boots and and whips and yeah yeah there, there was, was a bit of that but yeah never never sustained like in the scene mm-hmm. there was a bit of it in her name was Lisa mm-hmm. um, but this yeah. is a little bit more well it's both it's it's more lighthearted um, and yes. uh, it's sort it's sort of sort of more fun just because mm-hmm. it's. Uh, in her name was Lisa. Lisa is kind of clearly sort of like really having to work at getting into this kind of mode. Mm-hmm. Uh, but here, Nancy, mm-hmm. Nancy says, this is Nancy's playroom. I get to yes. play. Mm-hmm. And she loves it. And it's great. Love it. Yep. It's great. Uh, and then we see a dildo shelf, um, a cabinet of, of uh, dildo rosities. And yeah, and it's like you know they're gonna fuck, but the movie really takes its time getting there, and that was kind of sexy. It also is. Uh, I just like in general, all these scenes are a little bit clipped, like they, they kind of move through. Like you know, she's he's licking her boot for a while. It sort yes. of it doesn't it doesn't linger on any of the things too long. It kind of moves from moves through yeah. from shot to shot. It, it escalates really nicely. Yeah, and also she looks great. Not gonna lie, and her like kind of like does studded like a you know like BDSM outfit yeah. situation. Mm-hmm. It's great. Mm-hmm. Yeah, although and, yeah, playing they're clearly dubbing over the actual sounds. Mm. So they're playing sounds that are supposed to sound like two people having sex through bars, through cage bars. Oh. But it's just, it's like, it sounds like sneakers in a dryer. <laughs> it's like, ka-chunk, ka-chunk, ka-chunk. Like, yeah, it was bad. Yeah. Typical sex cage noises. <laughs> oh, I would also say um, one of the things that's that's uh, great about this sequence is that I would, in my opinion, in the first two scenes that Jerry's in, the first two sex scenes, mm-hmm. the uh, the the ladies in playing opposite him. I mean, they're great, but they're 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 objectified in more. I mean, they're all objectified, but I mean, they don't have much. Um, uh, they're just sort of interchangeable props. Mm-hmm. If that makes sense, they're mm-hmm, sort of, they mm-hmm. could, they could be anyone. They, it just, whoever showed up mm-hmm. to the set that day got yeah. to be in the porn scene kind of thing. Yeah. And this yeah. is the first sequence where in the movie where a, uh, where a woman is a character in her own right. And right. Well, first of, of all, yeah, she, she has a name. 
She has right. That uh, helps. Um, she has a, a storyline. He okay. This part gets a little weird. Uh <laughs> which part? The next part. The next part, indeed. Well, the next part is uh, is we see the rest of the family. We see we're back with um, briefly with <laughs> Edgar, the dying, the dying brother. No, the are we not going to talk about like how he fucks her with a burning candle? Oh, um, huh. Well, here's I went back and forth between a couple different different um, sites watching this. And I what? guess I missed that part. So you tell me that? about that. Yeah, I missed okay. that. Okay. So first of all, he rapes her. FYI. Trigger warning. He he kinda like woos her and convinces her into opening the cage for him. And then when he comes out of the cage, he just like bends her over and forcefully has his way. Uh but then the music is adequately uh alarming. You know, he got like shrill uh, string instruments and synths so it does kind of convey the gravity of the situation at least and then um he's holding a burning candle on her body to drip wax on her and um and then he's like i have an idea and he fucks her with thankfully the other end of the burning candle monday i'm really upset that you missed this that's awful. I mean, I'm glad I missed it, but I'm upset oh. that that's part of the movie. I don't. Well, I don't know. it's okay. It ends well because, of course, at the end, of, by the end of the scene, she's smiling. It turns out this was exactly what she was needing after all, despite all the times she said no. Um, oh, really? Yeah. Okay. Yeah, it's that yeah, porn. Great. Porn. It's logic. that thing. Mm-hmm. Okay. Hmm. Yeah. Well, because I, the the I was watching a like a slightly sh- shorter. Um, higher picture quality mm-hmm. one, and I was going back and forth between the two, but because uh, it mostly, I thought it had mostly just trimmed sort of like di- like shortened dialogue scenes and mm-hmm. stuff, and hadn't really um, cut into the the sex that much. But mm-hmm. um, it's I think this would be a better movie if that scene were a little bit shorter. Because yeah. <laughs> Well, it's yeah. interesting that whoever uh, uploaded it to the site you accessed um, mm-hmm. decided to cut this part out. That's interesting. Yeah. Yeah. Um, if you are I'm... that person, tweet us. Mm. I t- this movie's bad. I'm I'm I might have to dock a whole point. I, I liked well as... it. I liked okay. it. I, I mean, I but I. Mm. So I like candles. All right. Well. Mm-hmm. So for the for the candle fans, this yeah. one's for you. Well, we learned something new every episode here, <laughs> this show. Um. So and then we go to Ed, the Edgar scene, right? Yes. Yes. Uh, Ed, it's basically Edgar, just like he's a real like uh like Trump style guy, you know, complaining about all the <laughs> all the. The, the gay rights, the yeah, women's rights. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. And He's like clutching this newspaper, like mm. the failing New York Times. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> yeah. Now, all three of them, all three of them, and I'm going to have you tell them that I'm canceling all the sponsorship from all the companies that I control because they sneaked in a bunch of smutty programs. Real money. Real power. <laughs> real daughters, real family. Real morals, real, pure, chaste, obedient, real. And they're going to remain that way. 
Or else. Uh, next sister. I loved this chunk of the movie. It's a good chunk. I. Mm. Yes, the next sister is Constance, played by Lorian Dominique. Yeah, can you take over? Because I just, I am just so happy right now. I'm just like oh, washing sure. and bathing in the glory yeah. that was this middle so chunk. Mm-hmm. All three of the fellows who are who are <laughs> trying to enact this plan are trying hard to make some time with Constance, and they're having mm-hmm. a very, they're just not, it's just not working out because she's <laughs> too much of an athlete. She's going jogging. She's playing tennis. She's shooting guns at the pistol range. She's <laughs> shooting arrows at the bow and arrow range. She's playing volleyball. Soccer she's swimming. handball and water skiing all this shit. I can't believe it. Two grown men letting a 115-pound woman run you through the ringer. Yeah, there's there's like this uh this very um like coyote and roadrunner yes kind of dynamic going on mm-hmm. where she's just bumbling along and these three friendly guys just keep wanting to hang out with her and she's just oh my god that's so sweet like you want to hang out that's cool and right. she has no idea that they're trying to extort her and uh, failing miserably because she's kicking their butts. Yep. So mm-hmm. uh, Jerry fails first can't keep up with her while she's running Mm -hmm. uh paul thomas tries does a bunch of sports stuff with her can't keep up worn out Uh, and then john leslie um loses to her at tennis does badly at archery but does one okay arrow shot uh and that is enough after all this like she's like fine we can have dinner because all these other chuckleheads who've Mm -hmm. been trying to make time with me They've failed utterly, and you've just failed mostly. <laughs> You're a good sport. I like that. Uh-huh. Yeah. You won. I did. I did. <laughs> what do I win? Well, um, how about a home-cooked dinner at my place, if you like? You cook? I like. Great. I want to jog five more miles. Work up an appetite. Let's go. <laughs> they go to her house, but she makes dinner. She makes dinner. Mm-hmm. He's poor John Leslie is so tired. <laughs> he falls asleep in his dessert. And it's just yes. like fuck it. I'm getting like, out of here. Yeah. And yeah, so again, just like in our previous sex scene with the cage, there's this reversal of expectation. Um, of of gender roles and gender fears. Yeah, it was lovely. Um, So she's like, well, since you're so willing to go, I'll let you stay. And she changes into a t-shirt that says, want to score, question mark. Yeah, she has a a t-shirt that has Velcro on it with a little (laughs) like, this is, I hope you can get this still today at like a Spencer's Gifts or something. And you throw a little Velcro balls at Uh the target on her shirt and then it has different sex things mm -hmm. on it yeah 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 it's um that felt very 70s huh yeah (laughs) it's like weird 3d novelty (laughs) t-shirt all the t-shirts in this movie actually 
I want every single t-shirt. She she had a ridiculous hat too with like kind of yes. tra- colored <laughs> transparent parts and stuff. It was wild. All the clothes in this are great and and goofy. Yes. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And but then they have sex on a hammock. We need to talk a lot about their sex because yeah. it's wild. So they're I, out on the they're out on the deck uh-huh. first of all, which mm-hmm. is good because the other guys can now film and they're sort yes, of like fighting over the that. camera and stuff, mm-hmm. and mm-hmm. Um, and so it's convenient for them to do it outside. Um, so yeah, the, the hammock sex. Uh, just yes. take a crack at that, would you? Uh I mean, it's a hammock. They have sex. Right, but. Some of our listeners who are very sex yeah. positive people who uh-huh. have a lot of sexual accoutrements, equipment, mm-hmm. so mm-hmm. on, they may be thinking of a sort of an off the shelf hammock designed for sex. Right. No. This is this not is that. more like a uh, a soccer net strung up into a hammock. Mm-hmm. And then they have sex not only on it, but under through it. I think through it. I think only through it. I don't think they're ever both on it. Mm, Yeah. It's, it's bizarre. And, uh, it is, it's, it's sort of like a, it's like a hammock that like Gilligan from Gilligan's Island would sleep in. Right. So it's like, yeah. Yeah. It looks hella janky. Yeah. It's a janky. Considering the production value of every other Mm -hmm. element of this film. Well, they're going to just, yeah. Yeah. Because they just spent. They just spent so much money on showing us these actors and ac- actresses like doing 10 different kinds of sports mm-hmm. in 10 different environments. Mm-hmm. And and now they're like, oh, we need to cut our hammock budget. Right. So, mm-hmm. yeah. So he, John Leslie is underneath the hammock. Yeah. And, oh, um, you're still on this point. I'm yeah. still on this hammock. <laughs> and he's, his dick is through the hammock. Yeah. And she's on top of the hammock. Yeah. That's wild. Why? Why 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 is it wild or why are they doing it or what? <laughs> why which, is what? it wild? It's I There's well, a hole. You're going to poke through it. Sure, that's a good point. I mean, I I should I should regard every hole <laughs> that I see as an opportunity. Yeah. To stick my dick. I thought that's why you're a soccer fan. Go, go on. Where are you? The, Finish that the thought. The goals. The goal. Oh, okay. Yeah. You know, mm-hmm. that's, that is fun. That's true. Yeah. It's a great place to have sex, <laughs> folks. Um, <laughs> yes, but. Yeah. I'm thought, sorry. I'm not. I'm sorry. I can't join you in, in your bewilderment. It just felt very okay. well, it's all right. natural to it's me. Felt just so natural. Just like we're here. <laughs> the hammock's here. Are we doing yeah. this? Let's do this. Yeah. Is this happening? Um, Wait, don't get close. Like you stay there. I'll stay here. Right. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Fortunately, they're going to have sex somewhere even more uncomfortable. Yes. Okay. So they move indoors Uh and this, there is a, a staircase that I would describe as not up to code. Um, it's just made of exposed <laughs> wood. It just like yes. cut up two by fours. Like it's not yep. finished or anything. And nope. there's no, there's no rail. There's no yes. anything. And it's, it's just like. It's one of those like efficiency grade spiral staircases. Yeah. It looks very temporary. Uh, mm-hmm. 
and and rough as you mentioned yes. not finished um splinter mm-hmm. ugh, splinter yeah i think it's moving i think oh, it's shaking what? a little bit oh okay i thought it was gonna be like spinning and no i think like, it just their no. their sexual energy is translating oh, into yeah. kinetic energy also and moving it mm-hmm. yeah you thought the hammock was weird What about him rubbing his head into, like, the top of his head, the whole head of hair, rubbing it into her vagina like a loofah? Well, that is weird. Uh, It's not the first time we've seen such a thing happen in this, um, for the series. (laughs) But, um, you know, yeah, that's, uh, I don't have any, any explanation for that. Yeah, I mean, I, hmm. Did you see the movie The Room? Uh, no, but I feel like now I will. Okay. Because there is, there's a sex scene on a staircase in that film. And every Uh time I watch it, I'm just like, how are they, what are they doing? This is so crazy. They got a couch and a bed and fuck, they got a floor even. They got every, every place that they could have sex is better Mm. than this staircase. And what's great is that this staircase is much worse for sex than the staircase in the room. That one is, yeah. like, finished. It's not just Although, raw wood. <laughs> there's a, there's a, I can't remember her name, but there's a stand-up comic who said that she's never watched porn, but she has a feeling she knows exactly what goes on, judging from the things men have tried to do to her. Um, and this was one of those things where watching the scene, it kind of clicked for me. I was like, oh... That's why. Oh, is that, is, is, hmm, okay. That, that's a there, thing that men want to do? Have uh, some, some men, yeah. Mm-hmm. On staircases? Staircases, yeah. And I think it's like, it's not comfortable. It's not, there's nothing good about it, but they've seen it in porn, hmm. and it's yeah. obviously bad. But I thought I thought you'd talk. So is our other bits interact more like stuff where it's like we're like um, she's having sex with a guy, and he asks um, her to hold up the receiver from his like giant corded <laughs> phone. Yeah, hold I don't up. know hold why that. I don't know why that didn't catch on. Yeah. Hmm. Mm-hmm. Someday, maybe. I mean, I'm hoping we'll spread the word about that and <laughs> people will just, you know, it's, it can sort of bring back a craze. Yeah. <laughs> the forgotten craze. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Um, what should we, what should we call that move? I'm going to say, I'm going to suggest long distance. I don't know. Erin, <laughs> somebody get on Urban Dictionary and start making up. Mm, the, there's got to uh, be a nice pun. Yeah. If you've got any ideas for what we should call, call the sex act where mm-hmm. uh, ejaculation occurs onto a phone yes, in the heat of the moment, um, yes. go ahead and tweet us at DirtyVHS. Can't wait. Yeah. So um, that sex finishes. Thankfully. Right? I, yeah. Thankfully. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And uh, John Leslie winks for the fellows filming him in the end. That's yeah, cute, I guess. Yeah. Mm. And now 
Let's go back and talk about Georgina Spelvin, Miss Jones herself. Yes. She's, uh, so she, we're back at JR's house there. And mm-hmm. just like, just like the, um, um, JR's niece, Nancy had all the room with all like the dildos and stuff. Mm-hmm. Um, JR's house, uh, is, f- has this kind of, this kind of gross basement that's filled with like a uh, sort of colonial trinkets. Yes, it's like a 19th century anthropology exhibit. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. yeah. That's very much what it's like. And yeah, it's so you've, even... got your, you've got your masks, right? Mm-hmm. And you've got your fertility uh, s- symbols. Yeah. yeah. Mm-hmm. And do they incorporate some of that stuff? You know they Why do. Why they do. Yeah. Because yep. um, <laughs> kind of when, they're, when it's getting started... Uh, mm-hmm. Uh, Jerry is sort of um, uh, Madeline is, is Georgina's character's name. Yes. Jerry is sort of um, uh, feeling up Madeline using the nose of um, some sort of wooden mask. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Uh, yeah. And so she's um, so he's putting the moves on her, mm-hmm. and we quick we quickly get this picture of her where she's uh, she's clearly spent her whole life devoting herself to to raising the girls. And just, you know, keeping the house Mm -hmm. and the family together. And now that they've grown up, uh, she's kind of got this empty nest syndrome going on, quite lonely. And, um, you know, he's conversing with her and making her feel cared for and and, um, pursued. And she holds a mask to her face and then another mask. And she goes, which one do you think is me? And Mm. he says through his mask, I think I like the real you best of all. Oh, that's nice. I know. Um, Question about this family. Mm -hmm. So, but she's, she's J.R. and Edgar's sister, right? Even though there's quite a spread in their ages. Uh So we don't actually see the, um, the mother of the four sisters. No. Mm-hmm. Interesting. Kind of weird. Whatever. Doesn't matter. Um, I'm guessing maybe like he's a widower. Yeah. I've, it's mm-hmm. the ages don't really make sense. And I also mm-hmm. guess just the thing was um, they probably the people making this movie were like, well, at this point, Georgina Spelvin was probably about 40 ish when she made this. Yes. And, she and looks, Edgar is like, yeah. Right, and he's like a hundred or like whatever. Mm-hmm. But like, I, I imagine the producers being like, "Well, Georgina is literally the oldest possible lady." Yeah, I mean, this is we can yeah. imagine. <laughs> we see this in yeah. It, it's funny how you know those those teen comedies. You have twenty five year olds playing seventeen year olds, right. and then you have twenty eight year olds playing forty year olds. Yes, um, yeah. Uh, yeah, Georgina, they, they tried really hard to try and like frump her up. It, it didn't work. Didn't work. She looks great. Yep. Amazing. I, yeah. that, and then the, this scene with all the problematic, like, uh, 19th century colonial, uh, trinkets, um, even the music was disturbing. You've got this like percussive drumming. 
that's supposed to feel, I think they went for this like tribal exotic feeling. I did want to bring up one other thing about the scene. And that yeah. is about uh, Georgina's undergarments. Any, Ooh. any thoughts? Any I thoughts? mean, I always have thoughts about undergarments. Tell me more. Here's my, here's, I don't, here's what I'm, I'm, I'm picking up. Yeah. Um, underneath her dress, mm-hmm. she's got this other, it's almost like a, it's kind of like a, in the slip family sort of. Mm-hmm. Um, but, um, she's not wearing panties per se. Mm-mm. It's just that, but the bottom of the slip sort of connects back on itself between her legs. What's that about? Do you see what I'm saying? It's kind of diapery. <laughs> Did you see that? You sound fraught. I um, am. Yeah. This movie's <laughs> upsetting. All these films are. I... I feel really um, ashamed right now because mm. I kind of pride myself in my attention to, to lingerie details. I totally missed that. I mean, I noticed okay. her slip and I was like, that's a slip. Yeah. That's okay. I want, um, I want so, the, the So listeners. you're saying it joins? Yeah, it's sort of... It's, like a um, onesie slip? A little bit like that. Here's another, here's a, here's a different analogy. Yeah. Um, so, uh, a, uh, a lady in a dress riding a bicycle, uh-huh. um, might sort of, um, will sometimes sort of, uh, uh, <laughs> tie, sort of like tie her, um, the bottom of her dress <laughs> a little bit to make it better for bicycle riding. Mm-hmm. It's a little bit like she's done that. It doesn't oh, make wow. it's, but it's, but it doesn't, it's. It doesn't make a lot of sense to me, but you is know, it frumpalicious? Yes. Oh, interesting. Yeah. Hmm. Well, anyway, that's a that's that's a part of the yeah. movie, um, <laughs> and uh, I literally wrote in my notes. Yeah. What a weird garment. Wondering if Monday <laughs> can explain this one to me. <laughs> Mm. Oh no, I'm sorry. I have one job. Yeah. No, you have lots of jobs. You have this. (laughs) I'm not. Look, 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 look. It's, it's patriarchal of me to try to just sort of assign you certain, certain kind of women's work (laughs) jobs. And I should go ahead and get on, I don't know, fashion.com. I don't even know. (laughs) And figure out some of this shit for my own self. And mm-hmm. not presume that the lady of the show should have that task. So I am okay. sorry. I apologize. Your, your reverse psychology worked. I need to look this up now. <laughs> uh, anyway, we'll, we'll do a special, yeah. special yes. um, Georgina Spelvin <laughs> episode and just, just get into it. So. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, let's go on. Let's talk about um, Barbara. Mm-hmm. Barbara, played by Leslie Beauvais, and there's not much to this one, really. Um, Paul Thomas is just playing no. up his like, his like, oh, I'm I'm in movies. Uh, you look so symmetrical, and that's yeah, um, hella creepy. It's yeah. like you're so symmetrical. Yeah, you're so well proportioned. Hi there. I was watching it. 
You look so perfectly symmetrical from the back, I just had to see your face. Symmetrical? Uh-huh. You are the most perfect specimen. The most perfect specimen I've ever seen. What do you mean, specimen? You're a perfect sample of what women could be like. Could be like of what? Yeah, it's like I like he he's already picturing quartering you up, you know. Yeah, and mm-hmm. anytime, ladies, anytime a fella says that uh, talks about your proportions, I mean, he's talking about your about your boobs, and that's just not cool, you know. Just for a stranger yeah. to do that. Also, not cool when they grind up against you. With their boner and say, and whisper in your ear, you remind me of my cousin. (laughs) Which, true story, happened to me in a club. Oh. Mm -hmm. Well. Interesting. Hmm. Um, Yeah, I agree. That does seem like it would be an uncool (laughs) thing to do. Yeah. I was really hoping you'd agree with me. Yeah. I (laughs) I wasn't um, sure. (laughs) I... Yeah, I, I I do think <laughs> I've thought it over. Uh huh. You're gonna yeah. I'm gonna say, fellas, maybe you remind me of my cousin. Is mm-hmm. not the best line, although it is a memorable one. So indeed, yeah. yeah, yeah I mean, yeah. here I am. I just immortalized mm-hmm. that creep. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I'll never be forgotten now. Mm-hmm. Rest in peace. Um. So this scene takes place in us in in Paul Thomas's sort of like he's I guess he's got like a studio with a lot of mirrors and stuff and they yeah. have sex in there and uh, it's she's basically and she's, she's like she's never seen mirrors before she's never seen mirrors before <laughs> mm-hmm. um, and she falls for the line so hard that it's almost like maybe she's being sarcastic and just saw this guy and wants to have sex with him and is like okay I'll go for it I guess. You know what uh-huh. I mean? Like it's so, it's it's it works so well that mm-hmm. like I would say that if I were in that situation of trying these sort of like I'm a, I'm a, I'm a I'm a movie director and I just think you need to know how beautiful you are and you need to come to my studio and yeah. uh, and be filmed by me and she was like mm-hmm. oh, okay yeah I will do that I would mm-hmm. be like this worked too well she's probably <laughs> going to murder me. And I deserve it. (laughs) But we've got one sister left. Named something Diane. And that's that's, uh, Serena again, this time playing her more friendly sister. Mm -hmm. And they they have a nice time. They're really hitting it off. This is Jerry again. They they end up... um, in a picnic, it's it's really a lot like that Manet painting. It's very nice. <laughs> um, yeah, yeah it got like very sweet mm-hmm. all of a sudden. Like they're driving around together in a car. They're falling in love. Mm. Were you convinced by them falling in love? No. No, me neither. And that's one, that's why I think I don't like the ending of this movie. Mm -hmm. Because what we're supposed to believe is that Jerry 
is mm-hmm. uh, he has decided that he's just so into Diane that he can no longer do this plan that he was mm-hmm. doing. Um, and in order yeah. getting and axing them yeah. all, getting them all thrown out of the will. And the other thing that I think is, is odd and kind of does the end of the film a disservice is the mm-hmm. fact that, um, he doesn't, we don't see him approach Diane and come yeah. clean to her. Instead, mm-hmm. he goes to Madeline and divulges this plot to, to JR's sister, to Georgina Spelvin. Mm-hmm. And it's just, I found, I don't know, I just, that, that I found a little bit weird because it's sort of, um, it makes me question his relationship with Diane, um, because it's sort of, he goes to the, you know, uh, he goes to Madeline, the older generation, you know, Mm -hmm. cause it's like, Mm -hmm. it kind of makes, um, Diane a little bit less of a real person when Mm -hmm. he, when he can't like explain the thing to her, has to go to her aunt instead yeah, true. He is wearing a T-shirt that says "The future is female," though. Oh, is he? Mm-hmm. mm-hmm. Oh, in, huh. in the I previous scene, yeah, amazing T-shirts in this. Madeline and Jerry go to Jr. Uh, mm-hmm. and to kind of confront him about about the plane and everything. And there's another bit of the movie here at the end that I did not care for. Yeah, it was just like constantly uh, flipping expectations, right? Just over and over again. Surprise, and then surprise again, and then surprise again. Right. So uh, Jr. thinks that he has this sex film of mm-hmm. his um, of his sister and his nieces, and then he's going to play it for his sister and Jerry. Uh, mm-hmm. And that's a little weird. First of all, like I'm gonna sh- like uh, showing your family a sex film about them, um, but no, um, Madeline has swapped the tape, and instead he plays this unflattering uh, recording of him. His of Jr. Um, plays this tape of himself, mm-hmm. and he's in. He, and he's doing the worst possible thing, which <gasps> is being in drag for a minute. Uh oh. Uh oh! Come on, movie. His life has ruined. Oh no! He wore ladies' clothes mm-hmm. for a minute. Oh well, no! It is, I mean, it is 1979. Sadly. Yeah, but it's and sort I of guess a it's kind like, of like, yeah. Well, mm, in defense, mm. I think the the thing about this that's so horrifying for J, J what's his name? Jr. JC. Yeah, J, JC. You're right. I keep saying Jr., but it's JC. Like Jesus Christ. It's JC, oh. I'm sorry. It's Jerry or and JC. Like like JC from uh the NSYNC. Yes. Yes, good um, analogy. Yes. Well, I think the the reason why this is so bad is because uh Madeline is threatening to show this to Edgar, the the moral right. tight ass. So right. it's that which would be so bad, not the drag in and of itself, although the movie does not clarify that. Right. Well, it just, it feels mm-hmm. a little, you know, it's a little, it's a little, uh, just kind of a s- dumb joke. It's a little, yeah. little transphobic for no reason for here sure. at the, at the for end. And there's sure. just, there's, it's just, it's not good. It's just not much payoff as a joke either. So whatever. No. Um, but yeah, that's, uh, oh, there's a tag at the end where mm-hmm. everyone's now getting along again. 
Uh, yeah. And it turns yeah. out Edgar's going to live anyway. He's not even sick anymore. Um, and then, yeah. And like JC is now funding the the boys' uh, movie. Mm-hmm. So so they found the budget to carry yeah. out their filmmaking dreams. Yeah. But yeah, that's the end of the movie. Okay, so the verdict is in. I have reviewed the full footage of the scene with the with the slip. Thank you. Yeah. What did you learn? So, um, this would qualify as a romper skirt slip dress. But it's an under romper skirt slip dress, mm-hmm. right? Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. So she's wearing a romper skirt slip dress underneath yeah her dress yes all right cool yeah um and nothing else no nothing else um i think it's sexy that's the more important thing yeah that's important because it's like you need that bit of um like the the taint piece (laughs) right you're going to need that taint piece. You're going to need it. So um, we've kind of been alluding to some some back and forths on sort of um, the, uh, the, the porn toxicity of this film. Mm. Um, mm-hmm. where, are you, where, are you, where are you falling on this one in, in that sense? Because it's kind of all over the place, right? Yeah. The person we're supposed to hate in this movie... Mm-hmm. is the moralizing uh, patriarch. Right. Right? So I did like that. I don't know. My my meter is so off now after seeing some, some of the more ghastlier ones. Right. If, if no one is unconscious, if no one is, like, begging to be let go, I'm like, oh, great, great movie. <laughs> great job, movie, yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah. So I would... Yeah, no, I, I agree with you, um, and I'm I'm somewhat in the in, in the same place where mm-hmm. it's like if anything's not the worst, you're like, oh, it's fine. Uh, I, the whole the whole plot is this like this thing of like um, basically tricking women into having sex and filming it. <laughs> so it's like it it would fit. Um, you know, you can't uh, if you're tricking anyone into having sex with you for your plot. Uh, mm-hmm. They didn't consent to that, and so that's rape. So that's you know, like that's that's mm. like so you know, it's not, it's uh, and it's 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 kind of so that these guys are skeezy doing this thing. But on the other mm-hmm. hand, he kind of thinks better of it, and um, he mm-hmm. inf- and you know burns the tape. Mm-hmm. Uh, so he tries to kind of make good in a certain way, but you don't really. I don't really buy his turnaround all the way. No. So uh, it's so as I think it's the movie is sort of like uh, it's sort of under it kind of acknowledges its own core like grossness, but mm-hmm. doesn't quite get around on it fully. Yeah. And I also I just the the way that it kind of turns on um, on uh, on Jerry and puts him in a sex cage. I think is so great, but now I'm learning that there's a part where he gets out of the sex cage Mm -hmm. and now I just don't, I just don't know what to think anymore. Mm. I'm just not really sure. This is probably in the top, like I would say like two or three 
most entertaining movies that we've watched mm-hmm. for this. Mm-hmm. Just like some some pretty nice performances. Mm-hmm. And I love I think the like circa nineteen eighty stuff. Yeah. It's a it's a little bit it's better shot, a little mm-hmm. bit more story action, yeah. some charismatic performances. Mm-hmm. But I would say just if if it were up to the quality of the middle sections, the Lake Tahoe, like like Sporty Spice wearing everybody out, mm-hmm. and um and the like sex cage part, if that if it were all up to that bar, it would be an easy four stars, um, but it's not all up to that bar. So I'm going three, three ferns. I'm gonna give this. Yeah, I'm gonna give this three. Um, because I don't think it achieves the, the tonal clarity of like, um, a devil and Miss Jones or her name was Lisa. Those are my favorites. Um, but it was, yeah, it was, I mean, there were things about this that were very artful and Mm -hmm. amusing and even sexy. So a solid, proud three ferns. It's fun when we agree, you know? Yeah. Do you think we're kind of um, learning to to view as each other? Oh, interesting. Yeah. Maybe we should, at some point we should do an episode. We'll just trade jobs, right? And <laughs> I'll talk about clothes and yeah. um, circa two circa two thousand um, uh, musical yes. performers. Yes. And I don't know. What is that? What do I do? Uh, I don't really. What do you Most do? Most interesting. Yeah. Um, I'm, I, 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 don't, I don't really pay attention to anything you say or do. Hmm. We'll think about it and um, <laughs> let me know what I do uh, yeah. on Twitter. Tweet me <laughs> at DirtyVHS. And I think it's probably time to sign off, huh? Yes. I have cool. been Monday Blue. And I've been Randy Chardonnay. Thank you. Be kind. Rewind. Bye.